0: Welcome to What Catholics Believe. This is a short episode here. I'm just referring now to something that Francis, the Pope of the Novus Ordo, has done recently. In fact, September 1st, 2016. Uh, Francis has issued a message for celebrating the world prayer for the care of creation. And I, I believe that that is something that requires a bit of comment here. For the past two months, this section of the Sunday Bulletin of the Immaculate Conception Church has been silent about Francis, actually. Uh, Alas, would that this silence would indicate that Francis has spoken only truths of the Catholic faith, or that he has at least been silent and refrained from pronouncing more blasphemies regarding Christ, his Blessed Mother, or his Church. But Francis has not been silent. He continues his falsification of the Catholic faith by issuing statements using Catholic vocabulary but with very un-Catholic meanings. For September 1st, 2016, Francis issued the message for the celebration of the World Day of Prayer for the Care of Creation. Under the heading, Show Mercy to Our Common Home, in issuing this message, Francis often quotes glowingly, both from his own encyclical on the environment, Laudato Si, and from statements by the orthodox schismatic patriarch Bartholomew of Constantinople, and unites himself with, quote, our orthodox brothers and sisters and other churches and Christian communities, end quote, to implore God's pardon, quote, for the sins committed against the world in which we live, end quote. Interesting idea: huh? sin being sin against the world." Hi, how we're redefining the word sin here. Francis says that Christians are or not, we should be united in showing mercy to the earth." That's a quote. "We should be united in showing mercy to the earth. He laments that, quote, because of of us, thousands of species will no longer give glory to God by their very existence, nor convey their message to us, end quote. So he's saying that we, we are the reason why species have become extinct. We've wiped them out. Thousands of them, thousands of species have ceased to exist because of us. Now, not only is this absurd but I think that scientists, any scientist and the most, even the most rapidly uh, godless scientist would, would be able to sustain that statement that we human beings are responsible for the extinction of thousands of species but anyway Uh, I leave that to the absurdity that it is, because when something is absurd, there's nothing you can say except point it out of the absurdity and move on. We have sinned by our contribution to global warming. That is what Francis says. Now, Francis calls us all to the sacrament of penance. Now, of course, you know, this is a very traditional thing, right? A pope calling Catholics to the sacrament of penance is a very, very Catholic thing. So Francis, as a true modernist, uses the traditional Catholic vocabulary to teach modernism, to exhort modernism, to promote modernism. Because he doesn't say that we have to repent of adultery, to repent of impure sins, like using birth control, for example. We don't have to repent of sins against nature, that is, our human nature, as God created us. Rather, he calls us to repent and to use and abuse the sacrament of penance because of our ecological sins against the earth. That's what we have to repent of. And for a, quote, profound interior conversion, but an ecological conversion, an ecological conversion which suddenly makes us repent of our sins against the earth and pledge ourselves to show mercy to the earth. The first step toward conversion is to examine our consciences and to acknowledge that we all, quote, generate small ecological damage. We all have to examine our consciences to face that. This is where we've sinned the next step is to make a firm purpose of amendment which must turn into concrete ways of acting that are more respectful of creation. Such as, here are the examples he gives, such as avoiding the use of plastic and paper, separating refuge, carpooling, planting trees, and turning off unneeded lights. Now, I want you to pause for a moment here and think of yourself making an examination of conscience in order to go to confession. But you're not thinking about committing adultery. That, you know, that has nothing to do with it. Uh, Sins against purity, um, artificial birth control, uh, you know, uh, deviant marriage or anything like that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. What we're concerned about is this. Have I hurt the earth? That's the question. Have I hurt the earth? Have I done ecological damage? Am I willing to repent? Am I willing to take the practical steps to uh, truly uh, repair the damage I've done, make reparation by recycling? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to turn off the lights? Did I leave the lights on at home? Do I have to go repent, Father? I was examining my conscience and I suddenly realized I left the lights on. In the garage. Father, I have been mixing the plastic and the paper. When I've taken out the trash. And you want what do you want the priest to do? Well, I suppose if he's a priest of Francis, he's going to say. You ecological monster, you know, how dare you go, repent, and sin no more. What would they give you for penance? I I shudder to think what they give you for penance. You know, this is a mockery. It's a mockery of the sacrament of penance. It's a mockery of Christ. It really, ultimately, is a mockery of our Lord Jesus Christ who is the author and through whose whose, uh, sacraments his power works. It is a mockery of Christ to say that this is what we should be doing. Such measures, Francis assures us, encourage a prophetic and contemplative lifestyle. Holy smokes! That taking these measures... Avoiding the use of plastic and paper, separating refuge, carpooling, planting trees, turning off unneeded lights—these encourage a prophetic and contemplative lifestyle, one r- capable of deep enjoyment, free of the possession obsession with consumption. Again, I'm sorry, but we have fallen. We have fallen through. The, 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 the rabbit hole here. We are now at the Mad Hatter's tea party. And we know who the Mad Hatter is here. I do not see, but I, who am I to judge? Okay, who am I to judge? But I do not see those who are, uh, shall we say, enlightened by the Spirit of recycling. I do not see the greens. I do not see those who carpool, who plant trees, turning off unneeded lights. I just don't see them coming to this prophetic and contemplative lifestyle. They don't seem to be very big on contemplation. They seem to be big on the jet-setting system. You know, these are the celebrities here. Are they really being encouraged to overcome their obsession with consumption and adopting a prophetic and contemplative lifestyle? The last I I noticed, not that I pay that much attention to them, but the the movers and shakers of human society, the obscenely rich uh, leftists who run these major corporations, sometimes of their own creation. uh they don't seem to be really uh ready to move off and become monks and and uh and uh, contemplative nuns they don't seem to show that we see them uh powering their private jets all over the world to con- to attend uh to attend conferences on global warming so uh but again i mean who am i to judge them right i know that but i think this is Absurd, what Francis is saying. In fact, I know it's absurd. Francis sees one concrete case of the injustice wrought by environmental injustice. He says it's the ecological debt which the global North owes to the global South. He singles that up that there's an ecological debt that the global north, I guess people who live in northern countries, owe to the global south because they've taken advantage of them. Well, again, I mean, we're, we're talking about the these divisions of warfare, class warfare here, that the global south has an axe to grind against the global north in Francis's mind now, in demanding retribution because they have been um, shall we say, victimized by the global north? Okay, I'd like to hear him expatiate on that one a little bit. That would be, uh, worth uh, some, uh, uh, some, uh, what should I say, time and effort to try to make sense of that. But anyway, together with seven spiritual works of mercy. Now, here he's reinterpreting, he's re, re actually defining the seven spiritual works of mercy. Together with the spiritual works of mercy and the seven corporal works of mercy, Francis is going to add his own environmental mercies to the seven corporal and seven spiritual works of mercy of Catholic tradition. Now this again is exactly what modernists do. The modernists can't leave anything alone. They are liberals, false liberals anyway. They are totalitarianists, they are globalists, they are despots, they cannot leave anyone or anything alone. So we see the modernists get in power and they monkey around with the sacraments. They monkey with the mass, okay? Now you may think this is insulting to say they're monkeying with these things, but actually monkeys do less damage than the modernists do. Okay. Because modernists don't just do what a monkey, do. monkey does, make a mess. Modernists actually work with the malice against the traditional Catholic faith to try to destroy it. No monkey does that. Modernists do that. So I'm being kind when I say they're monkeying with these sacred things. It's actually much worse than that. But um, they do not treat them as sacred. They say that they all have to be improved. And the modernists are the ones who are going to improve them. So we're going to improve the Mass. We're going to improve the sacraments. In fact, we're going to rewrite them. We're going to rewrite the Stations of the Cross. We have to redo the Stations of the Cross now to make them better. And, of course, the modernists know that they are the chosen ones to do exactly that, to take the the traditional Stations of the Cross that the Catholic people have been praying for centuries and centuries, and they, the modernists, are going to actually make them right, finally, Thank goodness. The modernists have the wisdom to know how to fix what is still wrong with the Stations of the Cross, right? They're going to fix the rosary. How are they going to fix the rosary? We're going to add now five new mysteries. We're going to add the illuminative mysteries, okay? That's going to make everything better. Yes, the modernists always know how to make things better. Take it... Look... I'm sure if, if our Lord were here walking among them, they would be critiquing him left and right, and they would be showing him how he can improve the message. They would be telling him where he's going wrong, and advising him how to, how to be a better savior. He goes, the modernists know. Why? Because they're smarter than God. this is what we deal with for them. And now now we're going to take the seven corporal and seven spiritual works of mercy, and Francis is going to make it eight. Francis is going to have the audacity to add to the the, the works of mercy spoken by our Lord himself in St. Matthew chapter 5. He's going to say, Hey, look, you read what Christ said, But Jesus said, of course, in the 25th chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel, well, guess what? I thought of another one. I'm going to add my own work of mercy to the the works of mercy that that our Lord himself said that he will be saying at the last judgment. Yep, my work of mercy is right up with the rest of them. And worthy of inclusion in that. As though it were something like divine revelation. Well, for them it is because they're enlightened by their internal modernist ex- experience of the divine. Yeah, it is. It's the voice of God talking through them, as far as they're concerned. These are dangerous people. So Francis says he is going to, going to improve now the works of mercy. I'll get to that. He applauds the growing political consensus by which nations are binding themselves to observe environmental regulations. So Paul applauds this nation submitting themselves to global regulation. Together with the political solution of global submission to world regulation, Francis also urges adding his own environmental mercies to the seven spiritual works of mercies and the seven corporal works of mercy. His eighth spiritual work of mercy is, quote, a grateful contemplation of God's world. So that's an added work of mercy, he says, to the spiritual works of mercy. His eighth corporal work of mercy, quote, requires simple daily gestures which break with the logic of violence, exploitation, and selfishness. End quote. Francis concludes by calling all to pray to God for the help to build a better world. So now, when, when our Lord calls us for judgment, okay, at the general judgment, as we read about in St. Matthew 25, our Lord is going to say, because the modernists have now dictated that he must say, blessed are, come ye blessed of my father, because when I was hungry you fed me, when I was thirsty you gave me to drink, when I was shelterless you sheltered me, when I was imprisoned you visited me, and so on. Right, Um, our, Our Lord giving these works of mercy that he's going to credit the souls of those who showed mercy in their lives to others out of love for him. Francis. Now, now he's going to have to say, now our Lord is going to have to say, when um, you showed, uh, what is this here? When you showed simple daily gestures to me, breaking with the logic of violence, exploitation and selfishness, when you showed a grateful contemplation of the world. That now is enough to qualify one as a saint, blessed of the Father, called to heaven. I'm sorry, but... uh, France is just uh, following along the lines of the same modernist drivel that we've become accustomed to with his pronouncements here. And the sad part is that anyone takes him seriously. Of course, all of this must be understood in the context of the religious and political realities of today. While focusing obsessively on sins against the earth... Francis has continually minimized the evil of sins against the Sixth and the Ninth Commandments, defiantly contradicting the warnings of Our Lady of Fatima that more sins go to hell for sins of the flesh than for any other reason. Francis has told us not to obsess about sins of contraception, abortion, and perversion of marriage, but rather to devote uh, devote our moral concerns to social and environmental justice, This is a social and socialist gospel. He is the prophet of that social and socialist gospel. Of all the modern leftist revolutionaries, he is a prophet of theirs. Not long ago, Judge Andrew Napolitano actually expressed this question very openly in the columns that he writes and that many, many hundreds of people read. Judge Napolitano asked the question, is Francis a false prophet? We have to say, yes, he is a false prophet. And yes, he absolutely contradicts the words of sacred scripture, divine revelation. St. Paul says, know you this. Know this as a fact that no fornicator, adulterer, unclean person, or a uh, a uh, greedy person, uh, what the word, avaricious person, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of Christ? Francis basically brushes that aside when it comes to the matters of purity, as though they don't matter. But it's as though Saint Paul, even in his day, heard Francis. Because St. Paul follows up that statement with this, let no one deceive you with vain words, because the punishment of God came upon those of old. And so he might well be referring here in advance to the words of Francis in our own day, who tells us, don't obsess about these things. Who am I to judge about these things? The judgment of God is already there. And what Francis is giving is nothing but vain words. Let no one deceive you with vain words. God bless you.